Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having an amazing start to your Tuesday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, as well as at Battery Power, SBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button, and you'll get the latest content when it is available from the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. First, want to say that I hope for anyone that is listening to the show and Braves fans everywhere, hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. You had great time with friends and family and that, you know, while another work week is here upon us, hopefully you're having a great start to your holiday season as well. But the thing is, is that when it comes to the baseball calendar, we're back into a normal offseason. And for me personally, that is beyond exciting. I'll tell you this, I mentioned it many times before, mentioned it, you know, here on the podcast and also when writing over at BatteryPower.com, I mentioned it that uh, the winter meetings are like Christmas come early. And this year, we get to get back to the winter meetings being the exciting point of the offseason, the main event of the Major League Baseball offseason that we haven't had the ability to experience, right, over the past few offseasons. Though it happened during the 2020, uh, or during the 2020-2021 uh, offseason, it was a bit, you know, it wasn't the same. You know, obviously because of, with everything still going on with the pandemic last year, we didn't get to experience it at all because of the lockout. Well, this year, with it going on in San Diego starting this upcoming Sunday, we're back to it being one of those exciting times. I know, you know, for years I would enjoy waking up even early in the morning, you know, tracking what was going on. Sometimes it would be moves late into the night or early in the morning that would completely change the fortunes of teams' off-seasons. And as a Braves fan, there were plenty of times where there were either rumors or discussions or actual moves that were made during the winter meetings that would play significant roles for the Braves in the upcoming season. So it's the exciting time of the baseball offseason where we see a lot of, you know, either progression with some of the major moves with free agents that are out there or even some of the mo- or some of the biggest free agents are trades happening during, you know, this time of the MLB offseason calendar. So exciting times are to come. And we've seen 
indications that we are getting up to that time. Yesterday, obviously, uh, the announcement that Jose Abreu, the former White Sox slugger, signed a three-year, you know, reported $60 million deal with the Houston Astros. We've seen notable starting pitcher Mike Clevenger join Abreu's former team in the Chicago White Sox in a one-year, you know, eight to $12 million deal, I believe, is what was reported. But the thing is, is that we're starting to see some notable free agents begin to sign elsewhere. And of course, for the Braves, that means the attention, again, turns to free agent shortstop Dansby Swanson. You know, could the Braves, you know, reunite with Swanson long-term? If Swanson leaves, could the Braves go after one of the other big free agent options that are out there at the shortstop position? That remains to be seen. But before we really get into the excitement of what's coming up with the winter meetings, as well as what rumors and potential news nuggets could be out there leading up to the winter meetings, Monday brought back into the spotlight perhaps one of the biggest offseason storylines, if not the biggest, when it comes to the Braves. And that is indications that young superstar Ronald Acuna Jr., is hopefully continuing to round into form where he will be consistently at full health. And then, of course, what that means is him being able to display the talent that clearly makes him a perennial MVP candidate. And we got a bit of a glimpse of that on Monday night in the Venezuelan Home Run Derby League, the Venezuelan Winter League Home Run Derby. Ronald Acuna Jr. won the Home Run Derby, putting on a power display that was quite impressive. Fellow brave William Contreras was in the Home Run Derby as well. Other notable Major League Baseball names, Jose Altuve, Wilson Contreras, and others were in the Home Run Derby as well. And while you you know can only put so much emphasis on a Home Run Derby, you clearly can see that Ronald Acuna Jr. was putting plenty of power on the ball, and a lot of the balls that he hit out of the park were low in the zone, where we know that he likes them. So again, won't go too much into depth. It was a home run derby, but you can clearly see Ronald Acuna Jr. was having fun. Ronald Acuna Jr. clearly seemed to be confident with his swing once again. And there was also the potential news that it seemed as if he may have gotten permission from the Braves to participate in the playoffs during the Venezuelan Winter League coming up. That is a good sign that the Braves are continuing to show confidence in the fact that they feel Ronald Acuna Jr. is consistently back at full health and Ronald Acuna Jr. feels that way as well. This is all significant because... Despite the fact that the Braves were highly successful during the 2022 regular season, as I mentioned before, there clearly is another level that this team can perform at that can put them at the level or above any other offense in the majors. And that's what the fully healthy Ronald Acuna Jr. and a fully healthy Ozzie Albies in the fold. And that's hopefully what we're going to get as we progress through this offseason into the 2023 regular season. Now, of course, we can speculate, we can talk about it all that we want to, but the significance of getting these news updates from the Venezuelan Winter League, seeing Ronald Acuna Jr. in action, is that we're actually seeing it on display. We're actually seeing him succeed. Again, he's not facing the level of competition that will face the majors. And again, he showed, he showed off this power during a home run derby. All that is relevant. 
But I do feel it's also relevant that every indication that we can get that Ronald Acuna Jr. is back to being the star of the show, is back to showing that he is at a different level when it comes to his talent compared to his peers, every indication that we that we get that he is back to doing that, that is letting us know that one of the biggest storylines this offseason is proving successful. And that is getting Ronald Acuna Jr. back to regular form, being among the most dynamic players in the game of baseball. But of course, continuing our conversation from last week, another, you know, my, maybe not necessarily big storyline, but another area that I think the Braves certainly could focus on remains their outfield. And in particular, seeing if they can get a complimentary piece that can offer the chance for the Braves to be able to remain among the best offenses in baseball when it comes to facing left-handers. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. So while the Braves' biggest question mark remains how they're going to feel, you know, obviously a huge hole in their infield at the shortstop position. And while there may be, you know, a bigger quantity of questions when it comes to the pitching staff, you know, what could the Braves do? You know, they found, you know, a Nick Anderson and, you know, Dennis Santana and others, they found some options that they like potentially to fill out their bullpen. And, you know, they may have some questions to answer about the starting rotation. One other area that I've, that I've talked about a bit on the hammer is the outfield. Now, again, the Braves do have some depth in the outfield, and you've got two clear starters. Again, Michael Harris and Ronald Acuna Jr., in my opinion, going into the 2023 season, if you were to rank the top 10 outfield duos in baseball, I feel you can make a case that Michael Harris and Ronald Acuna Jr. are top five entering the 2022 season. They have that type of potential. Whether or not you do it, that's perfectly fine. But they have the potential to be one of the more dynamic duos in baseball. So the Braves have their center fielder and right fielder taken care of, and they've hopefully got that duo together for the next five to ten seasons, um, you know, moving forward. But of course, you also have Eddie Rosario, who's out in left field, and then you've got some depth in Marcelo Zuna, as well as recently traded for Sam Hilliard. Now, at the end of the day, if the Braves enter the 2023 season with Acuna Jr. in right, Michael Harris in center, and Eddie Rosario in left, I think you're okay with that. I, I think that, you know, the Braves feel, hopefully, that, you know, it, they're basically going to have to decide, you know, how comfortable do you feel Eddie Rosario can get back to form against right-handed pitching, or if you don't feel that's the case, they've made a move for another left-handed outfielder and Sam Hilliard. Perhaps the Braves feel there's some, you know, hidden progression. There, there's some hidden value there in Hilliard. They can, uh, you know, some untapped potential that can make him into a regular contributor. Though for Hilliard, it may just be that he's kind of like an Alex Dickerson. He's just a flyer that the Braves are taking a chance on. You know, that could be something that they've done to kind of hedge their bet when it comes to Eddie Rosario, if they don't feel Rosario may be the you know answer in left field for the 2023 season. But as of right now, 
not expecting any major moves when it comes to the outfield, and against right-handers, you could at least see the logic. And the Braves going with Rosario on left, Michael Harris in center, and Ronald Acuna Jr. in right. And for that reason, that's why I talked about on the last podcast why, you know, you know popular one-year potential options in the outfield, like a Cody Bellinger or a Jason Hayward or a Michael Conforto, they may not make that much sense for the Braves because those options at the plate are likely going to provide more value against right-handers where the Braves should be fine or much of their value is in their defensive potential, which the Braves are fine in as well with Michael Harris and Ronald Acuna Jr. in the outfield. So if a Jason Hayward or a Cody Bellinger or a Michael Conforto may not make that much sense, then it's, you know, profiles or skill sets of outfielders who are opposite of those guys that may make the most sense. And those skill sets that are opposite are those type of outfielders that can produce against left-handers. You certainly want for outfield options that can play, you know, at least, you know, decent defense. But for the Braves... It definitely seems as if as if they are trying to fill out their outfield depth for 2023, a major focus should be on outfielders who can produce against left-handed pitching. Now, it would seem as if Marcelo Zuna would step right into that role, but as we've discussed, you know, uh, you know, across BatteryPower.com and you know, obviously on the Battery Power Podcast Network, you know, pretty confident that the Braves are probably still looking to part ways with Ozuna at some point this offseason. So if you're not considering Ozuna to be an option for the 2023 season, there is still a clear addition that needs to be made to this outfield depth, and the preferences for that addition are an outfielder that could produce against left-handed pitching, could probably play decent defense, maybe even center field in a pinch. Because against left-handed pitching in 2022, as good as the Braves' offense was overall against Southpaws, the Braves' outfield actually struggled against left-handers in 2022. They were 22nd in the majors among major league outfields against left-handers. The Braves outfield was 22nd in the majors in OPS last season. They also were above uh, below average when it comes to power, and in many offensive categories, the Braves outfield was below average against Southpaws last year. And it makes sense. With Michael Harris getting a lot of the at-bats in left field, or in center field, he struggled against left-handers. That makes sense with him being a left-handed hitter himself in his rookie season. You're hoping that 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 skill may potentially improve as time goes on, but... While Rosario, Harris, and Acuna Jr. make plenty of sense against right-handers, against left-handers, Rosario and Michael Harris likely are below-average offensive options against left-handed pitching. That doesn't mean that you make Michael Harris part of a platoon, but it certainly means that when it comes to Rosario, the Braves should be looking for a platoon partner and perhaps someone that could also play center field in a pinch if Michael Harris needs a day off against the left-hander or what have you. So when it comes to a potential outfield addition, again, a a player that could hit left-handers well, someone that could play, you know, okay to decent defense, maybe even someone that could play center field. But when you look at the free agent options, there's just not a ton of options that are out there. Mitch Hanniger, I know that there's been, you know, a few rumblings that the Braves could be interested in him, but Hanniger probably wants a bigger avenue 
towards consistent playing time than what he would find in Atlanta. I know that, you know, Brandon Drury may make sense, but he may be someone coming off a, a great breakout 2022 season. Could he be looking for a bigger payday, more consistent playing opportunity? Also, is he someone that you really want to trust in the outfield, though he's played out there before? And again, when it comes to, you know, an outfield platoon, when you're putting out, uh, when you're putting a guy in the outfield, and he is the part of the platoon that's facing left-handers, you're typically wanting him out there for offense. Defense isn't that big of a concern, but you also don't want someone out there who's just completely lost. Brandon Drury's not been that big, has not been that good at all with outfield defense. But if he's someone that you could get at a good, reasonable price in free agency, perhaps you're fine with him. So Brandon Drury could be an option. But if if Hanniger and, and Drury Drury were two B options that, you know, really don't make sense for the Braves financially or both those players want to find more consistent playing time, it becomes very, very hard in the free agent market to find clear options that could become sensible for the Braves to be able to sign as that part of the platoon to play in left field against left-handers and overall outfield depth. That doesn't mean there aren't options out there, but the options that are out there are not anything of, you know, exciting appeal. They're options that we already know. And the two names that stand out are Robbie Grossman and especially Adam Duvall. Now, these are free agent options. There could be options out there that Alex Anthopoulos and the Braves run office feel are worth trading for, but it'll be interesting to see if the Braves want to make another move for an outfielder when they've already brought in Sam Hilliard, though Hilliard didn't cost much at all when it comes to prospect capital in a trade. But if the Braves are looking to make an addition to their outfield, if they are looking to add a platoon partner for Eddie Rosario, and in general, someone off the bench that can perform well against left-handers right now, it seems like their best options may be the ones that they're already familiar with. Robbie Grossman, though he didn't, you know, have the excellent uptick in production when he was traded to the Braves last year that a Jorge Salar or an Eddie Rosario or Jock Peterson had in 2021, he still is a more than capable option against left-handers, and he can fill in in the outfield corners when it comes to defense. Adam Duvall, an 846 OPS against left-handers last year, even overall when he took a significant step back in his production at the plate in 2022 compared to 2021. Plus, with Duvall, you know that he obviously is well-liked in Atlanta. You know that his defense remains above average and he can play center field in a pinch. And you know that he can provide that power punch that you're hoping to get from the from a platoon partner for Rosario. So at the end of the day, while signing Adam Duvall may not be that exciting of a proposal, it is the type of move that could fill many needs for the Braves when it comes to the one additional piece that they need to their outfield. So it'll be interesting to see. This likely is not at the top of the Braves' wish list. This isn't the first box that needs to be checked. This is a this is a piece that you can wait on. This is a box that you can check later on in the offseason once bargains come become available as time goes on. But at the end of the day, if the most sensible option for the Braves to add to their outfield is someone that can be highly productive against left-handed pitching, someone that can play defense in multiple positions, and someone that can provide extra punch at the bottom of the lineup against left-handers or potentially even against right-handers in a pinch, 
Adam Duvall or Robbie Grossman probably remain sensible options to the Braves to go after. And though, again, it may not be that exciting, it's those type of moves at costs that are not going to be of any type of huge significance. It's those type of low-cost moves that could provide plenty of value as the season goes along. So at the end of the day, infield questions, pitching questions, obviously are of bigger concern for the Braves this offseason, but I do think the need to add another outfield piece, especially if the Braves want to move on from Marcelo Zuna, and if they want to improve their overall productivity in the outfield, having an outfielder that can hit against left-handers and also provide defense in multiple outfield positions, that could be a key addition for this Braves team to make, and right now, it seems as if some familiar options in Robbie Grossman and Adam Duvall may be the most sensible route to go to fill those needs. We're obviously going to have plenty of other things to talk about when it comes to the Braves filling needs as the winter meeting arrives. And of course, that means you need to stay locked in to the Battery Power Podcast Network for the latest when it comes to any type of rumors, news, speculation, what have you. Obviously, you'll be able to listen to the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, the podcast to be named later, as well as the Daily Hammer all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, and um, at basically anywhere that you choose to listen to podcasts, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts.